Hi, Dr. Shaw here, and welcome to our 91st podcast on teaching humanity remotely. It has become so interesting to me to see the evolution of how these podcasts are transforming. Of course, there's always the intention to make sure that we are discussing topics that are relevant to children, to families, making sure that we're supporting parents and educators when it comes to information and insight regarding what children need. But this particular podcast, I actually want to share a learning lesson I had because I feel like what is the most important element is to show all children that we adults are lifelong learners. So when I make a mistake or I have a mistake, I'm not erasing it, I'm embracing it and I am transforming that mistake into a learning lesson. So if that's what I want children to do, again, I need to model to make sure that I'm doing it and I need to walk my walk and talk my talk. So the other day I went to a beautiful retirement dinner for a very dear friend that I worked with for 30 years. And one of the stories I often had about my experience at my job was that sometimes in certain arenas, I felt a little bit invisible. Not throughout my whole 30-year experience, but depending on who the principal would be in the building, depending on certain themes that maybe the building principal was trying to champion and maybe I either agreed or disagreed. If I agreed and we were on the same page, then of course I'd become like a cabinet member and we'd all work together as a fabulous team to create what we all shared a vision in. If I disagreed, like I want the children to be included and I worked for a principal who was really not for inclusion, then I could become a bit invisible. And so I sometimes have had the story that I was invisible. And I went to this retirement dinner, and I don't know if you know this about me yet, but some of you might, that I love being in pictures. Even, I'm like the happiest teacher when it was picture day, when every teacher would complain, I would say to them, the alternative is to not be there. And I want to be here. So I'm really happy to be part of the picture. And then the stories that every year I get to stay alive with the stories that the children have about me as their teacher, as their kindergarten and first grade teacher, I want to be there. So I try to look nice on picture day and I'm smiling happily and I want them to be smiling happily. And, you know, that's why I have a really attractive class each year because we're all so happy to be in the picture. At any rate, going back to feeling invisible, as I said, sometimes I felt invisible at work. And it just so happens after this retirement party, one of the things that happened was that I wasn't in any of the pictures. And I thought, how interesting, because I often felt invisible there. And furthermore, I was the only teacher in all of my years of teaching who really liked being in the picture. So that's a little funny irony right there. And Second of all, when I was at the party, although I really wanted to celebrate my friend's retirement, and I had a lovely time, it was a really beautiful party. It was at someone's house in upstate New York in the country. It was really lovely, and it was really pleasant. Everyone got along, and I was talking, and it was really nice, but I also had this insight that, yes, I can be here, and I can enjoy being here, but I also could not be here sort of seeing what life is like without you because I have since retired and life goes on and that whole environment, that teaching environment still going on and I'm not there anymore. And it was a very, very interesting feeling. And the reason I'm sharing this is because 
I think sometimes when we share with our children, if we perceive what our children are sharing is negative, we kind of poo-poo it. You're like, no, you don't feel that way. You don't feel invisible. You don't feel like you were left out. Instead of really, I think what's really important is to totally validate how your child is feeling. Because the feelings are the feelings, and we don't want to invalidate children's feelings. They need to speak the truth and be able to speak to you their truth about how they are feeling, especially if they're not feeling positive. It's very hard for parents to not want to fix that. So when your child is sharing a feeling that they're having that could make them feel badly about themselves or feel negative about a situation and also can create some negative feelings in you if your child let's say you have a poor reaction if your child's getting bullied or you feel very angry if your child's having a hard time struggling as a reader right that could be your feelings that you have to examine and make sure you're not putting on to your child right we've talked about that before But when your child is feeling that they're invisible, for example, I don't think the work is to invalidate that. I think it's to say to your child, well, give me an example. In what way do you feel left out? They would probably say it more like that than invisible. And they could say, well, you know, when we're playing on the playground, everyone's playing with, you know, each other, but I really don't have a pal to play with. That could make your child feel left out. So then you listen to that and then you say, well, what are you doing and what can you do differently to get included? And how can I help you? And then if your child cannot figure that out, you could say, well, when I feel left out in a crowd, sometimes I go to my best buddy and I do this. So you can you can ask your child to come up with some possible strategies to figure out how they can change it themselves. And if they can't come up with anything, then you can provide some strategies that they could possibly use. So I think it's very important. And it just made me, this experience that I had, I didn't make myself wrong for feeling invisible and I didn't make my, anyone else wrong for feeling invisible. I felt what I felt and I got to embrace it. And in a way it was very healing because it made me feel like all those other times that I felt invisible at work, instead of making myself wrong or feeling any negative feelings about being left out, I got to say, yeah, that was how I felt. And it doesn't make me wrong. And the people who are in right, it just makes me feel that that wasn't always the best, most inclusive place for me. And I'm happy that I'm not there to be left out. And I'm finding ways to make sure I'm not left out in the future. And it's also saying that it's time to move on. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. So I think being truthful about your feelings and seeing that the feelings are just the feelings and it's really the meaning that I assign to them that gives them a positive or a negative alternative and what I really want to do for my well-being is to see and interpret what's going on in my life in a way that can serve me and I could be served upon and not feel negative about. If I am in an environment that makes me feel bad about myself, then I want to not be in that environment anymore. And the other thing I want to share is that once we allow our children to feel their feelings and we validate them and we don't make them wrong and we don't make excuses for them, but we listen to them, listen to them and give them really 
positive feedback and very specific examples and we help them to get into a situation that is more positive and better for themselves, then I think it's also important to teach your child to be open to creating new stories. Because as long as we hold on to a negative story, like I'm always left out, guess what? You're going to always find yourself being left out. But if you can change that around and say, well, I used to be this way, but now I'm not like that anymore because I'm using these strategies. I'm being with people who don't leave me out or I am making sure that if I want to participate, I can participate. And if I'm choosing not to participate, then I'm not feeling left out. You see what I mean? It's sort of like once you validate your child's feelings and you give them strategies and you help them to turn what is possibly negative to a more positive situation, then also make sure that you encourage them to create new stories for themselves, to be open to seeing things in a more positive way so they don't always have to feel like they are left out because they were once left out. I think that's very important because I am consistently creating new stories for myself and getting rid of that which doesn't serve me anymore. You know, it's like purging all of the things in my house that I don't need any longer. It's also purging the emotional feelings that I have that don't serve me anymore and creating space for new feelings to come up that can better serve me. So until next time, please try that and also please visit my website at learnwithmeremotely.com. And if you have questions, I will answer them during these podcasts. And you can also see my books at Amazon, Dr. Mindy Shaw's author's page. Thank you.